One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. Five, six, seven, eight. Jacob can no longer keep his thumb straight. I am your Galaxy Master, Connery, and with me today in the second episode of Old Man John is... Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. We did the first episode of Old Man John, and, and we had fun. A, that was a good time. It was. We had a fun time. Would you, be, would you be honest with me and tell me if you thought it was a bad time? I would be honest with you. Yeah, I know. So I can honestly tell you, it was a good time. Good. But you're still a dick. <laughs> yes, that's true. So, anyway, do you want to do you want to talk about anything? We're doing this episode on the 10th anniversary of Batman: The Dark Knight. That is a good thing to talk about. It that's is right. I'm trying to fill up more time for because we last time it felt like a long time. <laughs> last time it felt like a very long time. <laughs> yeah. So, Jacob, what was your first Batman experience? Like. Like ever, like your first ever exposure to our dear boy Batman. Uh, uh, what I my earliest Batman memories goes back to, uh, 1989 Batman and the Ooh. Batman the animated series. Not that I was alive when 1989 Batman came out, but I was watching it all the time on VHS when I was a kid, and I was watching the animated series. Mm. So that's where my love for him came from. That's good. My love of the our dear great detective came from <laughs> when I had I'd seen the animated series before as a kid, but I never really watched it. It came on after Yu-Gi-Oh, and I would half pay attention to it when it was on. But I had a vague idea of the good guys and bad guys, and then I saw The Dark Knight for the first time, and that was Ooh. when it yes, when it solidified my love of Batman and all things Batman related. And I yes. think if you ask any of my friends today, they will tell they will be surprised that that was my first ever devotion to Batman. <laughs> they will be surprised because you know so much about Batman lore today. Today, yes, I I know many many things about the Batman. <laughs> so much information, people would assume you garnered it over a lifetime. But no, just in seven, just ten, seven, years. ten years, <laughs> seventy, ten years. Oof. Yeah, ten years. Yeah. No, oh, geez, yeah, ten years. <sighs> Brings a tear to my. Eye. All right, well, happy 10th birthday, Dark Knight. We love you. We love you. We love you, Christopher Nolan. We love you, Batman. Keep making great movies, Chris. Yes, we love you so much. Jonathan, you too. You're a good boy. The best boy. The best boy. So, Jacob. Connery. Last time on Old Man John. You faced <clears throat> off against the what were they called? The the Wilder Cretans. The Wilder Cretans, and after a time where it looked like John might just die at the very start of his of his saga. Nope, made a comeback. Made a comeback, gunned down every single one of them. Took out a whole gang when they thought they could take me on. Nope, I'm Salarian mother. Beep 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 beep, and then I beep beep beep. Yeah 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 yeah, all that. So. You said all those things to them. I did. And, and then you decided you had to leave the planet because your profile got dramatically spiked and you didn't want more gang yes, people coming after you. I needed you. a better area to uh, restart my uh, ice drug operation. Mm-hmm. And I happened to move to the only planet I could that happens to be the exact eco- the exact opposite ecosystem <laughs> of the planet that the drug thrived on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I can't grow the drug on this planet because it won't be as potent, and therefore I won't be able to sell it. 
So I needed to find another way to make some money. And it just so happens you did. You met some new people. You met the realtor Chip, who also sells mint on the side. Yeah, I took. I bought some mint to help him out. You did, yeah, and he appreciated see, that. I never tried it, so I wanted to see if maybe it might prove useful to me. <laughs> totally. And then you met Janice, the car dealer, sexy car dealer, dealer lady. Got a date with her. Got a date with her that you walked out on. Pretty unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. And you also been having these some scary flashbacks to your time, your last time on the Impala. I'm dealing with some PTSD in regards to the failure of my t- of the Impala. Yeah, we're gonna touch on how you survived what happened. <laughs> yes, but yes, we will. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe who knows? But anyway. But anyway. But anyway. But but but, you met up with Des and her crew who are transporting some unknown crate with some with something mysterious inside of it. It's apparently bringing hope. Yes. And it's something good is inside of it that our good friend Orlando, the buff elf, yeah. has mentioned. And I love our good team of hero men and Des. We got, we got Vin, the buff human, yeah. whose everything comes down to family for him. Yeah. We have the Elf Orlando, as I mentioned. Yep. We have the Sarcesian, who is now was decided later on to be Jason Moma. <laughs> and then we have... His name's Eilat. His name is Eilat, that's right. <laughs> and the buff monkey named DK. Yes. Yeah, together you're about to board a plane and head out to this other town, the town of Dexna. Trying to stay under the radar from Anna, the Beastmaster. That's right. So we'll see how that all plays out right now. All right, yeah. So, um, John, I feel like you're, um, you're probably. What are you doing? I'm sitting off in the corner, sulking, just looking out the window while the Des and her crew are just like, they're you know they're all like they're prepping, they're observing me and being all like. So you're staring out the window and they're staring at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, what's his deal? You know. All right, so I think Vin shrugs his, I don't know, whatever. Well, I think we'll find out one day, though. Family tells each other what they're feeling when they're ready. And I think with that, he starts wheeling the plane out. Like, you guys, I think you're inside the plane at this point. He starts driving it out to the runway. Mm-hmm. And Des says, hey, John, are you going to be like this the entire trip? Why? Is there anything you need me to do on the plane? I mean, be ready in case we run into something bad might be good. Don't worry, I got your back. Okay, good. Just don't look so mopey. You're bumming me out. I'll feel how I want to feel, thank you. You're not paying me to feel a certain way. <laughs> Orlando says, that's a good point, but also you should contribute to the morale of the team. Me sticking to myself in this corner is me contributing to the morale of your team, trust me. What did DK sound like again? <laughs> We, he never he talked. talked. <laughs> he says, well, I think, I think I'm siding with John. Let him have his own, damn it. You're not John, you're Smith. <laughs> I'm siding with Smith. Let him have his own feelings and thoughts. Thanks, Deke. It's DK. Oh, sorry. Thanks, DK. You're welcome. I just thought that was, you know, the Deke, you know, short for DK, you know. No, it, I don't like that, the but, mouth sound that makes. D- oh, right. Sorry, DK. You're welcome. It's okay. Vin, can we leave? <laughs> I'm already on it. And you feel the plane accelerate. 
and it takes off into the sky and you're soaring and flying over california yep there's not a star in heaven that you can't reach do you know what that's from no high school musical okay i didn't see that coming <laughs> gladly i did not see that well good job you avoided it thanks it was easy it was very difficult um <laughs> so yeah you're flying in the sky do you want to do anything john um is everyone sleeping no they seem to be chatting and talking they does see smi- does is smiling a lot and um, they keep mentioning how this crate's gonna do some real good stuff and the people they send it to are gonna bring it to are really gonna turn things around for this world and every other they're talking about it so much to where my interest in what's inside the crate is growing more and more. So I want to wait a little bit until they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I want to do a stealth check on me sneaking on what the crate is. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess they're asleep now. <laughs> uh, 20. Yeah. So Vin, I think, is the only person that's awake right now. and mm-hmm. he, But he's ma- flying the ship. Mm-hmm. So... You are able to successfully slink off, and I think you dive down to the underbelly of the ship, mm-hmm. and uh, you see the crate, and mm-hmm. it's a big wooden crate about the size of probably a sarcophagus, I want to say, but it's just like a big rectangle. Right. Okay, so I open it. You open it, and inside is something we have to think of. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I don't react like that. Yeah. Okay, so check it out. This is what you guys ready? This is what John finds. What do you find? He opens it, and it is the skeleton of. <gasps> is it Gaul? I know that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Gaul. Okay, good, good, yeah, yeah. It's Gaul skeleton. I think you recognize her based off her armor that she's wearing, even if in this skeletal form. So it's her. It's her burial. Yeah, it it, it is her. Um, it's her. It actually her is coffin. her coffin. Yeah. And then I just start breaking down. You cry again. <laughs> I cry again. God, you have no more. You should have no more tears left by now. Are you kidding me, man? Pain <laughs> makes it limitless. <laughs> I have limitless tears to shed. So yeah, you're you're crying there. I'm like, oh my god, no! I thought I would never have to see you again. Why now? Why now? Why can't they let her rest? What are you doing here? I think you you hear a voice behind you, and she says, We need her. Des. Yeah, so you turn and you see Des standing there with her arms crossed. Do you have any idea who this woman is? That's Gaul. Does Gaul have last name, Jacob? That's Gaul, one of the first Solarians to ever exist. We were lucky to find her burial site. Why didn't you leave her there? What exactly do you think you're going to do with a box full of bones? Those box full of bones still have some magic in them. How do you know that for sure? She she pauses for a, she pauses for a minute. And she says, well, I know with this. And she pulls out a dowsing rod similar to the one you had. And I back up from it, and I go mm-hmm. back up into the sarcophagus. Not into, but I back up to the sarcophagus. Yeah. She says, this thing is capable of both hiding and picking up incredible amounts of energy. And she holds it up towards Gaul, and it spikes dramatically. 
And then she points at, she's a, picks up dramatic energy and she's pointing at you expecting to make like a big joke to have like no energy come off of you. And it spikes. And she goes, what? You don't, you're not using that right. Put it away. She, she's shocked and steps back and she says, Smith, I don't think that's your real name. You're a Solarian. No, Mercule Smith. That's his family name. <laughs> she, she's, you're a, you're a real life Solarian. Shh. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. oh that's crazy. Wait on. Yes. I am. Pause. Okay. <laughs> Do that. Just me. My name is John Jordan. She says, The John Jordan? Yes. She's, you were. Holy shit! You need to. They're sleeping. She's. You're. You saved countless worlds! Countless. And yet. Countless and still down to almost zero. I mean, yeah. What? You were there! The legends say you died! In a way, I did. John, what happened? I I can't talk about that. Nothing will make me. Can can you tell me how you got away? With barely any life in me where I thought I would die. I was begging for it, but I was punished with that last glimpse of life. A fitting punishment for me to witness my failure to the universe. She says, oh, okay. Um, then I guess I'm sorry we have, you were kind of shocked to find your master's dead body in there, I'm huh? more than shocked. I'm furious. Gaul was my mentor. She was amazing. She is why I am. We buried her. And you and your group of pirates just dug her out like some sort of dog finding a bone as a treat. This isn't a treat. This is us trying to make the, make the small cluster of worlds a better place. It's like we can extract our power and our main our main threat was not knowing if anybody could take it, but you! You're a Solarian. You can take her power. It's not enough. How do you think she ended up in this coffin, I guess? Um, side note. So, Jacob, how did Gaul die? We probably want to work that out later. <laughs> later? <laughs> I probably right. might have to do well, with it's the... Well, al- it's an alternate reality, so... In this reality, how did Gull die? Well, in this reality, isn't the Suicide Squad thing still happening? Um, no, in this alternate reality, it's... You guys, that this is way past everything. Okay. Well... Let's see. We'll have her ask me. She didn't ask me. Okay. She says, how did... Gaul die, if you don't mind me asking. 
she died thinking she restored balance. What do you mean by that? Taran was becoming more and more powerful. The most powerful the CUG had ever seen. She said that's one of the prophets. He's the prophet. The one responsible. The one I was meant to destroy with my team. And I guess I guess that didn't happen, huh? She I guess she lost fighting him. There was one planet. One planet that was the key. She told me and my team to worry about saving the inhabitants of the planet. She told me to not let what happened with Anthony happen to this planet. And she said that she would take on Tarn, or at least stall him. She did. We saved the planet. But then I guess Tarin took everything else apart. Tarin sucked the life out of her and destroyed the planet along with half of the people we were trying to save. It wasn't um, enough. I think I think in that in that moment we go into a flashback in your head and we see the black form of Tarin, this negative I think in, in this vision he is he is actually more solidified. He's like a negative photograph version of a person, just like a regular human man. And he says, he said, he, um, you're all shocked to see him slam down into the planet and uh, right where you guys are. And he says, did you really think you could stop me that easily, John? He says, let me show you what real balance looks like. And that's when he slams his hand into the earth and we cut back to um, you on the plane with Dex. Dez. Dez, sorry. With, uh, of course, like we said, like you said, half the population <clears throat> on the planet dying. That was the beginning of the end. She said, yeah, we got, we got lucky in this last system. The, some of the worst of the worst got together and they, they cut us off from everything else. They survived. That's the only important thing in this universe now, just surviving. It's not about peace anymore. It's just simply about being alive. But John, like like I said, we're we're cut off. We don't know what everything's like out there. What if others are still fighting? There's nothing out there. Just as Taran promised. Nothing. I failed. The CUG failed. Most importantly, I failed them. <laughs> She says, "She's." I think she's about to reach out and touch your shoulder, and then the plane wildly shakes, and you're, a, er, 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 er. and uh, what's going on? She says, "I don't know. Let's get back up." I close the coffin, mm -hmm. and then I just like I pat it, <laughs> and then I like run away. Yeah. Um. So up top, you see Vin trying to regain control of the plane. He says, "You guys, I think someone, something's bad is coming after us." I can see through the window, and you see a gigantic dragon flying that looks like it's made of dirt and grime and other earth-like substances and sand, and it's flying next to the ship, and it's clawing at it. Do we have any weapons on this heap? She's Deck. De what's her name? Deck. Deck. Des. Des. Des says we don't. This ship isn't equipped with any weapons. No, it's just it's just a transport plane. 
And do we have anything on here we could throw at it? I mean, we have suits. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are useless. <laughs> she says it was supposed to be inconspicuous, and it wasn't supposed to be able to find us. Well, she did. All right. Uh, let's see what we can do here. Dun, 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 dun. John's got a fight on top of a plane now. I put on my soul, my stellar mode, mm-hmm. photon mode. I think as soon as you do that, everyone on the plane's jaws drop. Yeah, everyone's like, what's this fairy following? <laughs> I just grab it and it just like put on my chest. Yep. And everyone's in awe. Yeah, yeah everyone's like, oh my god, there's a solar and and, and then you hear uh, the Sarsirian, what's her name? Ayat, Ayat, Ayat. Ilat. Ilat say, yeah! Ilat, I need you to come with me. Yeah! <laughs> you and me, I need you to fly me on top of the dragon. I can't fly within the atmosphere! Oh god, that's right, how can I forget? <laughs> god dang it, never mind. Okay, what do I have? I only have up close <laughs> I only have up And I think, um, damn it, her name, Des smiles <laughs> and says, oh, we can get you close. And she has her arm, she has her hand on the emergency exit door on the plane. <laughs> she says, everyone buckle in, so everyone buckles in, and she looks at you and says, uh, this, might be a one, this might be a one stop for you, John. Try to try to stay alive. You're a big boy, Solarian, right? Wait, do we have parachutes on here? Hold on. Just oh yeah, we got a parachute. Do you oh, want a parachute? Yeah, just give me. Do we have like jetpacks or anything also? Uh, you have your jump. You have your jump jet boots. Yeah, I'll just have to deal with that. She says, "I'll, I'll say yeah." They they do they do have a cool jetpack. Yeah, there's one on jetpack on board, and she's like, "Yeah, here, use this." And she straps one the jetpack to your back. All right, just keep the plane going. I'll see what I can do about this freaking dragon. Vince says, that's what family's for. <laughs> okay. Okay. And pull the lever. Yeah, she pulls the door and it swings open and she's like holding on for dear life and everyone's like, ah! And, and you I... go, you floop out, out of there. And I think you're mid like falling, like you fly back really fast. No, no, crap. I'm trying to turn on the jetpack. Yeah, yeah. Turn on, turn on. And it goes like, and then. So you fly forward, and then you see this massive dragon that's flying next to the ship. I take out my Aragorn blade. <laughs> <laughs> I get my pulse gun. Da, 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 da. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to try and uh, I want to try and land on top of the dragon. Yeah. Do I need a roll for that? Um, yeah, I'll say you do. Give me like a uh, hmm, acrobatics. Okay. Landing on the dragon. Six. <laughs> so I think you're about to land on the dragon, but then it turns and it sees you flying there and you're glowing bright gold. Yeah. And it, it lets like a horrible wail, and then it's going to try to breathe fire in your direction. So let's uh, let's roll initiative to see who goes first. All right. I got 14. I got an 18. Um, so this dragon is going to breathe what looks like mud at you. Oh, mud. Okay. Yeah. It's like a mud-like substance. So yeah. it's going to be your EAC. Oh, whoops. Drop that. That is a 16 for your EAC. Yes. All right. So he's going to splat you good with that. <sighs> And at first it feels like mud, and then it starts to burn, 
And you're going to take... Oof. You take 20 damage. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do I get a Solarian? Do I get a Stellar Point? You do. Okay. I got a Stellar Point from uh, trying to land on it, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you have two. Okay. So I don't have the range to balance. Okay. No. So uh, then in that case, so it moves, it dodges me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Now it's your turn. I'm going to stick, try and uh, head to the dragon's belly and stick my Aragorn dagger into his throat. Ooh, okay. And Aragorn battle. That's some Rocketeer stuff going on over here. Oh, hell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, ready and go. That's. No, don't do that. 14. No, it's not enough. So you, your blade clinks against its uh, rock hard belly, mm-hmm. and it it does like a yeah. You're like ting ting. You're like what the hell? Is it? Dang it! Yeah, and it, I think it does like a loop, so it swoops around to like. So you're still in the same place, and you're like attacking me, but then it does like a loop, so then it's like belly is under you, and then it its head looks up, so it's like seeing you still looking up at where its belly was. And it's going to try to take a bite out of you. Okay. That is a 23. Okay. So that's going to hit your KC probably. And he's going to give you a nice clean bite. Oh, God. 18 damage. Okay. Yeah. So he took a big old bite out of you. Okay. Ah! Yeah. Okay. Then I try and... uh... And try and make my way onto his back. Mm-hmm. Do I need to do another? Uh, yeah, give me acrobatics, especially because you're going to be out of his range of a lot of his attacks <laughs> if okay. you're on his back. Fifteen. Yeah, I'll say you get on his back with that. Okay. And then that is three. <laughs> I want to blow the freak out of this guy. <laughs> so you, you you do the big explosion sack? Yes. How yeah. do I do that again? Um, I think you do roll the 66 thing or whatever, right? The 66? Yeah. This one? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. All right, so... And then everyone in the planes watching Yeah, they're all watching like, you like... What? Oh, my God. Family. <laughs> Family. <laughs> yeah! Okay, and then... I always knew there was light in him. <laughs> all right. Two. What, five times, right? Yeah, five more times, yeah. Six times? Yeah, you rolled six times. Okay, so uh, two, six. Eight. Eight. Well, two plus, yeah, yeah. eight. Eleven. Eleven. No, ten. No, ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. No, it's fifteen. And then twenty-one. Twenty-one. Now you do twenty-one points of damage to this thing, but it's still flying. Okay. So it, it lets out a screech of pain. So yeah, he's he's still up though. 
So he's going to do a barrel, like an intense speed barrel roll to try to flip you off. Mm -hmm. I need you to make a, uh, mm, what's a good check? How about a, uh, you're holding on to something. Like his back. You're holding on to his back, yeah. How about you make a uh, athletics to hold on? That's 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you hold on through this thing's barrel roll. Mm-hmm. Like I stuck my blade into his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like helping me to like mm-hmm. stay on. Okay. I want to... I want to get away. I want to use my jump boots to jump up so I mm-hmm. could do a pal drive with my uh, pulse gauntlet onto nice. his head. Yeah. All right. Pulse gauntlet. Just... Exactly. Come to the land of license now. <laughs> exactly. And that is 18. Yeah. So you jump up in the air and your gauntlet glows bright. What color is your boson crystal? It's uh, like, uh, what did I say? It's like orange. It's orange. So it glows bright orange and you come flying down and you bop him right on the head and it feels that impact. Yeah. So give me that damage roll. Give you that damage roll, son. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's 1d6 plus 9. And then plus your boson crystal. 6 plus 9, which is 15. 15 plus the boson crystal. 16. 16. Nice. Hold on. What's 58 minus 16, Jacob? 58 minus 16 is 42. That's good. So he's still up, but he felt that. So he lets out another, and this time he flies close to the plane. He tries, and he's going to slam his head against the plane with you still on his head. Oh, I'm still on his head? Okay. Yeah. I imagine you come down, you punch him on his head. You're going to be on his head. Yeah, I'm on his head. Yeah. So he's going to try to slam you into the plane. Oof. That's a 16. So he, 16 plus, uh, whatever his name. Oh, it's actually 26. So he slams his head into the ship, uh-huh. and the ship careens to the side and I think you fly off his head and you land on the ship and you're gonna take some damage from that hit. Okay. That's gonna be twelve damage to you. Okay. So you're on the roof of the plane now. Okay. I need to like not fight this guy really. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> okay. Okay, I try to go back inside the ship then. Okay, you see that there's a hatch on the top of the plane. Okay, I go in through the hatch. All right. <sighs> this guy's really tough. They go, yeah, it's a dragon. <laughs> okay, we need to try and use the environment against him. Go down into that rock valley. Um, Vince says, ha time for some triple X. <laughs> sure, just go into the rock valley. <laughs> All right, he's going to make a piloting check. All right, for Vin? Yeah, I'm going to make a piloting check for oh, Vin. Go. Yeah, it's a 17. So he <laughs> flies low. And uh, where, what kind of environment? I mean, it's just like dunes or is it mountainy? It's like canyony. Canyony, nice. So he's flying inside the canyon, I think. Mm-hmm. And the dragon follows after. So you're both in like this canyon dog run Death Star type deal. Yeah, okay. So um, do we have any weapons like rocket launchers on here? Perception check. <laughs> there are. <laughs> Where's my perception? Oh, crap. I'm blind. <laughs> oh crap 
We haven't touched oh, on it. Oh, 19. <laughs> um, I think um, you see that there is a false um, bottom to this plane. What's this? Um, Dad says, what do you mean, what's that? I don't. And she stomps and says, holy shit, I didn't know that was there. Thanks, Des. Thanks, Des. Okay, so I check, I pick at it more and more, and then I realize there, There's it's... some rocket launchers under there, dude, from a leftover smuggling ring that used the plane before them and forgot to take it home. Everyone, I need you to grab one and then fire on this thing. <laughs> they all pick one up, and so they each have a rocket now, or a rocket so launcher now. Uh, four rocket launchers are about to shoot at this yes. thing. Okay. Ready, everyone? They open the hatch door. Yep. Everyone on I think they open that store and they see the dragon's eye just like do like that pupil dilation thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's how big it is? Yeah, it's huge. Oh, okay. All right, everyone, let them have it. Mm. What, sorry, I just roll? Well, it's actually probably not big. It's probably like about the, maybe the size of the plane. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what that's the size. But you still see its eyes go like. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I let them, we all open fire. We shoot rockets at the dragon and then. Uh, roll me that to see if, to see if they hit you. What do I apply? The range then? Give me that range, yeah. Okay. That is 20. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you hit him with all the rockets. And I'm just saying that's enough to take him out. Yeah. So he is about to like open his mouth. You see like a, he's, he turns his head to like breathe fire inside the plane. Yeah. And you guys all shoot rockets down his throat. And you just hear, yeah. you just hear coom, 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 coom. And it just collapses and like slams into the canyon. And it's dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That was exciting. And then uh, I fall down. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Des says, John, John. So I rest. Yeah, you're resting now. <laughs> Do you want to have any kind of unconscious dream? No, I'm like blacked out. <laughs> okay, you're just I out. I so I, th- I, think, I think you wake up again. Oh, wait, you know what? Yeah, I have an unconscious dream. Okay. I have like a memory of, uh, of Jinx. Like, you're okay, good soldier. Good soldier. Good soldier. That's good. I good see that. Soldier. I think maybe when you wake up, you see Orlando over you, and you think it's Jinx for a split second. <laughs> no, it's Eyelet. It's Eyelet. It's a monkey. <laughs> no, Eyelet is a cesarean. No, Eyelet. No. Oh, Eyelet is a cesarean. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. You see Eyelet over you. Oh God. Sorry. And he's, and he, uh, he says, "Hey, it's okay. I have a soothing touch." Uh, actually, yeah, you do. That's kind of my compliments to you. Thank you. Have I healed? <laughs> you have healed. You're back up to full, because guess what? Where? Eyelet's a healer. Hey, mm-hmm. thanks, Eyelet. <laughs> they all, they're all staring at you like you did something incredible. What do you all look at me like that for? Um, Des says... You went supernova on the back of a dragon creature. You were fighting it single-handedly and holding your own. I didn't defeat it single-handedly. We finished That's it. That's what family's for. <laughs> That's actually a good point. That is what family... <laughs> actually, yes, that he's right. Yes. It reminds I... me of my family. They all say... Um, I, not they all say in, in the same exact time. I think Digger says, "Well, you know what they say." I well, not know what to say. I guess they were good people. If we remind you of them, kind of, 
<laughs> kind of. Well, are we almost there to the destination? We've actually had landed to tend to your wounds. Oh. And the ship got pretty banged up by that dragon attack, you know? Are you saying we have to move on on foot? That's, yes, that's basically the rum of it. Great. How much farther are we? Um, Des says, uh, that's the bad news. We're pretty far away. That's a lot of treacherous land between here to our destination, I assume? Yeah. (laughs) What happened? How did we get that dragon creature's attention? She says, I don't, I don't know. Maybe she stops seconds like, maybe Anna has one of these too. And she pulls out the dowsing rod and, and just like waves it around. (laughs) Dowsing rods don't come easy to get. Imagine they're so common to have, apparently seem to be so common to have these days, apparently. They're not, they think they're, it's exceedingly rare. That's why it's a weird thought. Like, she must have taken it from either taking it or she had to have taken it. These things aren't made anymore. Well, odds are, with you guys healing me, which I'm grateful for, Eilat. Yeah. That most likely gave them, gave her forces time to catch up to where we approximately landed from where we destroyed that dragon. So we better get going. Yeah. Is there any settlement we could lay low at, maybe find some sort of ground transport that could take us to where we need to get to faster um i think excuse me orlando pulls pulls out his uh data pad and he starts scrolling through maps and coordinates then he says the closest town would probably be the small swamp town swamp yeah i thought there were no waterbeds at all on this planet well swamp town i mean former swamp town it's like a it's like a dry lake bed (laughs) oh right i see yeah the town of Tooney. Tooney, yeah. We're right. going to Tooney. That's another, that's another name from my old <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Tooney. All right. That doesn't look too far. Let's say we can manage on foot for now. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hurry. Let's go. All right. Um, Des says, all right, guys, Um, get the box. We're bringing it with us. It's not a box. It's a coffin. I say, fine, get the co- get the coffin. Sorry, John. You know what? I'm just going to handle the coffin from now on, all right? I'm, I, will su- I will personally supervise your package, okay? Okay, fine, whatever. Right. Just don't get too attached to her. I've been trying not to get too attached my whole life. <laughs> Angst. <laughs> um, so, I think, after this, you... You open the hatch doors. You see just the extent of how banged up the plane is. Pretty bad. My God, that dragon messed this thing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we found some rocket launchers. Check if there's any more weapons on board. Perception check. Mm-hmm. How about more of a survival check this time? A survival check? Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah. 20! <laughs> No. Five. <laughs> no, so those rocket launchers are the last thing these smugglers left behind. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, these guys got no weapons on them? On, like, on their persons? Um, Yeah, they, they probably have, like, some guns. Okay. Like, laser pistols, but right. nothing heavy-duty. Right. That's cool. I'm the heavy-duty. Yeah. All right. 
Let's do it to it. All right. You step off the ship. I think you notice that the the coffin has a floating um, device on it that allows it to levitate off the ground. Yeah, I imagine it's one of those like floating crate things yeah. that I'm just pushing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's you guys just headed towards town. And I think once you see this small former swamp town, we're going to call the episode here. And who knows what's going to happen in this tiny swamp town? I don't. I don't either. So <laughs> we're gonna, that's what's exciting. That is a fun. This, I hope everyone knows that these episodes are very heavy improvised because. So I hope all of you are very impressed by me. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> like this and Cadet Chronicle is is all improvised. Like I don't prepare anything for them, and I rely on Jacob and or Grayson for support on these things. Hell yeah, we are gonna toot our own horns. Yes, I think we did a pretty good job with no script. <laughs> I think so, too, really. All right, so, Jacob, thanks so much. Happy Dark Night Day to you. Happy Dark Night Day to you. And I guess we'll see you all next time on Old Man John. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel. Do you focus on the pain? It's the only thing that's real. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you.